Hello. Hi. Uh, this is morning in Sweden. And I'm going to talk about uh, my church. The church I, I have. Uh, it's uh, rather... It's uh, more uh, God's church. Because God was telling me that I should... Uh, should go and register a, a church in Portsmouth in Virginia, United States. And um, uh, this morning uh, on, uh, on uh, in a Facebook uh, page, uh, you know you get uh, old memories uh, showing up. And uh, it was about this when when God told me to go and register to church in Portsmouth, Virginia, United States. And uh, in that time did I had a, a home for for a short time. Uh, it was not a not a real home. It, it was more a store house, but it was a home, uh, not like I was used to have. Uh, but I could close the door uh, to my home, and uh, and it everything was about my daughter should come in the summer and visit me, and she couldn't. Uh, be in homeless shelter. She she come from her father that uh, is very wealthy, very wealthy. And our uh, that house that I I did draw in 1984, uh, I drove the house and then they built the house and it's three floor high house with eight rooms and uh, and then she should come to United States and visit me in year 2002 and um, and I, I didn't know how to do it uh, but then uh, suddenly I had a boyfriend in in United States uh, that was a deacon for a church but that was uh, I have talked about that church in other episode but I, I will repeat things I have said in those first episodes I make for this podcast and um, it's a way down in in the uh, all the tracks so it can be good to repeat it for new listener and uh, the, he was a deacon it was a, a African American man and I was in that church that uh, when they get in money from people tied tying uh, they use it for drugs 
it was a church for drugs and we feed those church leaders with drugs uh, but we didn't know that uh, first uh, and um, and, and then I find out I was working at uh, Lily Vernon in Virginia Beach and uh, with the bus it, it took over two hours to come back to Portsmouth to my home uh, but uh, we were working there I, I was the only white person and then we were about ten black people that was going from Portsmouth to Lille Vernon. It's a it's a um, ordering company if you don't know what it is because you I have many listeners from all over the world. It's a it's a, a company that you order things online and in that time it was on television uh, only and uh, and I, we were working there because it was uh, it was very much order coming in so i was there to we all was there to clean uh, clean the whole building there it's a very big building and um, and they had so much order, so they had to open up um, more space for it. Uh, so they needed us to come and clean, and we don't get so much money for to do this work. But the the church we were in, they wanted that money. They say first that they should. Uh, take all our money and then give us what uh, our needs but uh, those other more powerful women uh, they they say to them that they, they don't didn't agree to it they say we help you with tithes but not take our paychecks so they try, we were like slaves under the church because we should create money for, for that church for them to, to buy drugs. Uh, so uh, I find out uh, uh, my boyfriend, I live with him, I find out that uh, when I was working in the nights, I worked every night uh, to clean uh, and uh, my uh, supervisor, he was a black young man and he said to me he hate white people because of what they have done with the, with the, the in that slave time for not in his generation but historical was it slaves and we had slaves here in Sweden also but we didn't have uh, African slaves we had slaves the poor people here in Sweden and and 
they especially children they took as slaves white slaves here in in Sweden and um, so he said that he hate me <laughs> my supervisor so he make me uh, be in the restroom in the at in the toilets to clean up toilets the whole night long and those other black people they did uh, more light cleaning uh, the the women in the group they they were in uh, in the office rooms cleaning up uh, along with the computers and they told me that they could sleep two hours every night so when we go home in the morning I was I was uh, sitting and sleeping in the car in the van and uh, and they were on their way out and shopping uh, because they had been sleeping enough for in the night under the computer's office desks and um, and in Lily Vernon the, uh, those that the security guard were they were all black men so they knew that that those uh, women were sleeping under a computer and maybe they they were in there and making something else with the women when they were so called sleeping and um, and as I, I heard this uh, from those women I tried to sleep a little in the night uh, tried to hide but uh, there was always someone that was telling on on me so the supervisor come and and told me to go back to work and I tried to sit in the toilet in one of of the toilets and sleep but as soon as I I, I tried to sleep the supervisor come it was always eyes on me uh, that I have to work, 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 work because of the slave owner. Uh, and uh, the, it doesn't help that I I say that uh, we didn't have any African slaves in Sweden. I'm from Sweden. I'm not American. I uh, My people have not done it. But... Uh, uh, today I know that they, they were a slave owner because I have. I I didn't know that I, my DNA was royals, so, uh, my uh, ancestor had slaves. And and um, so, I come to know that when I was working in the night. Uh, my boyfriend, he had a drug party. There was 
people doing drugs the whole night long in our home. And I, uh, when, when I, um, I understood it, I saw that the, it was very much there. First of all, they stole my money. And uh, my supervisor stole my money also. He write uh, down my uh, the money I earn. He took some of the, the money, and uh, but I couldn't do anything because I was in that situation that I, I prefer to work the whole night long and uh, not get so much money, and then. Uh, I have to try to get money in other ways to pay the the rent for that house, little little house, my little home, and uh, and uh, when I find out that he, he did drugs, uh, I kick him out, and then suddenly I had a house. I get the leash on on that house so I had a home for that summer in 2002 when my daughter should come and visit me so I had a home for her so that was all about my daughter because that day when my daughter took the flight back home to Sweden I got we got help from uh, a man in the church that drove us to the airport and then when he he uh, took me home and when I come up to the door to my home it was a, a paper that I have to move and uh, and uh, how it is in many places in the United States is only to move that that day. You don't have. Can you give me a chance to to could move my my belongings first to find a place for them? It's uh, today. You you have to go, and um, so the, uh, that was exactly. Uh, for my daughter, I understood, uh, and uh, I. Uh, uh, why I couldn't pay the rent? It's this story that I I was on my way to start to talk about, but I wanted you to know a little around it, and. Uh, it, uh, I kick him out, from the home, and. Um, and he, uh, the church uh, start to break down because uh, they didn't get the, their money for the drugs. And uh, then the police come and took the pastor. And, um, and then suddenly we didn't have a van that come and took us from Lillivernon. And it was my boyfriend that was coming in the van and uh, drove us uh, back to Portsmouth. And um, 
and that and then suddenly they didn't have the money for gas and they were selling the van to to for their drugs addiction and uh, I, I didn't know anything about drugs I have been working uh, in Sweden just before I left Sweden I was working uh, not only that I was a manager for the internet the LAN uh, connection for the city I also was a teacher for for people that have been in drugs addiction and uh, I know today that um, some of them was doing drugs even if they were recovering they say because they come home to me into my home and had drugs for my husband to do so they were not clean but I was a teacher there but I didn't know about drugs I only knew about those people that do drugs but not how it's working uh, but in the United States I come to know it uh, how in that time it was ten dollar for a crystal they say <coughs> and I didn't know what crystal was I was thinking in Texas I, I had uh, bought ear uh, jewelers for uh, my ears and that was crystal that was the stone like looking like a diamond diamonds that crystal for me in that uh, before I knew what crystal was in the drug uh, world and uh, one day uh, one day it was a woman that was laying on the grass in front of my house and she say I dropped my crystal I dropped my crystal and my uh, thinking was to look for something to have in your ear uh, so I of course uh, I did not see anything and uh, it's kind of fun that uh, now when I know what it was and I uh, try and uh, of course I say something stupid for in their eye ears because I didn't know and uh, then also we were I was with my boyfriend and he should uh, go to try to get a job and uh, they did a drug test uh, by uh, the see look at the urine their uh, what they had inside their body but uh, for those that was not heavy in drugs it was only to stay stay clean for two or three days and then you pass the test and then you can uh, 
do do it uh, on on in your job, and that I I have seen many times in United States. They are full of drugs in the store. Uh, those that working in the store, and um, and and uh, they say, uh, and they give uh, they sell also the urine to each other that someone that is is clean uh, make the urine and uh, they get paid for it and then they take it to this drug test and and give it and um, so he, my boyfriend come out from from the test and he was shouting happy I I pass it I pass the test I have to drink water a little and I I didn't understood that he did the drugs and uh, so I say that why are you why are you happy because you passed the test that should you do anyway I was thinking like that that uh, he was clean so why does he be happy that he passed he should know that he passed the test because he's clean and uh, and uh, it was kind of stupid of me because I didn't know anything about drugs and um, and then I, in the home I saw that the candles we had some candles holder that was very very slim with glass and they disappeared and was broken and they, of course they took that uh, it be like uh, when they broke those glass candle holder it become like a pipe to to uh, suck in uh, the drugs into it and uh, then I have an antenna on my television and th that antenna be shorter and shorter and shorter <laughs> today it's only to laugh about it but I didn't understood why why is it shorter and shorter for every morning I am coming home from my job and uh, of course my boyfriend says something story about it a lie so and I accept it because I have no clue that there was a drug party in the home and I was so innocent so after that uh, that he moved out he come come into my home anyway because he he opened up the windows uh, and uh, come in and uh, I was going to the police and say that he's coming in in my home and I 
I'm frightened about that he's coming in and he's coming in when I am not home and in the night he's coming in. I said to the police, so the police come uh, to my home and look about the windows and he had a hammer and nails and he hammer uh, hammer the window so it was closed, really closed so it didn't work to break in. And, uh, and then I say, uh, look here, I find something here. This is his clothes and I don't want those clothes to be here. And because it's, and then I show him because I knew that he did drugs, my boyfriend. And I show the police that it was a, a spoon that was burned and uh, it was some drugs things in the clothes and i said to the police look i don't want these things to be around me he said because it's drugs in in these clothes i said to the police and the police uh, took the clothes and uh, I know today that if you have a possession in your home of drugs, then you can go in, into prison. Uh, because it doesn't matter that you don't do drugs, only that you have it in your home. That's a criminal thing. And so... Uh, he understood, the police understood how innocent I was. I was really stupid when it comes to drugs. And uh, so he only took the clothes and said, I take it with me. Uh, and so I, they, he didn't report it. <laughs> so I, I was going from Virginia Beach with a bus and it was in that time was it three bus to catch so two bus until I come to the downtown Portsmouth and then I should take the bus to my home that was a little away from me from from downtown and uh, I, I was really, really, really tired. I was really sleepy and I wanted to go home as soon as I could and uh, go, to, go to bed and sleep. And uh, I was standing and waiting for, for the bus to come when I heard a voice in the air and, and the voice said to me that uh, you should registrate a church. He was saying that to me and, uh, and uh, I, I, I stood close to the city hall. So I went into the city hall 
I understood that I should go into the city hall to register the church. And uh, I come to, I didn't know where to go. Uh, so I think I was uh, in the department for uh, buildings, to build houses. And that was total wrong. And uh, th that strange thing was that that woman, she was calling, she was calling around. Because I say that... Uh, I'm, I'm going to register to church, but I don't know what department I should go to. And I counted it that she was calling six uh, calls to six uh, different people. And then she, she got the answer where to go. And uh, she even walked with me to that uh, department for registering church or what it was, I don't know today. And uh, I, I went into the office and I said to this woman, I am going to register your church. Uh, I should register my church. I said to her, but I didn't have a church. But God have told me that I should go and register to church. So that woman uh, write down all my information, where I lived and my name and these things. And then she say, what is the name of the church? And uh, and then I, I, I wondering, what should I say? Uh, uh, God have only said that I should register to church. So I was saying inside me, I didn't say it loudly. I said, oh God, what is the name of the church? <laughs> and and he said that to me, the prayer of healing, he said. He didn't say church, but he had said church. When he said that I should register the church, so I say the prayer of healing church, and uh, that uh, woman uh, in the office she looked in the in the computer to see if if there was a rare uh, that was uh, the only church that have that name. And she didn't find any any church, church that had that name. And and uh, when she was looking into the computer system, I was thinking I maybe have I have been w walking around too many churches. So maybe I have. Uh, registrate that into my brain that some uh, a church had that name and then I was thinking that on my own I was not thinking that God was talking to me and I'd be uh, worried uh, about what what else name could I say if there was a church that had that name 
but there were no church with that name. So I understood that that was God that was talking. And uh, the woman, she, she looked at me when I was talking to God. She was waiting for to, to write it, uh, the, the name of the church. So she saw that uh, it was something that I had not in my mind from the beginning that I received that name from God. And uh, I have that money to could pay the registration also because I was working. So it was a per- perfect timing for to go do that. Uh, or else I have never could pay the fee because I had no money when I was homeless. But in that time I was working, so I have a paycheck, so I could pay it. And then uh, many years later on, I find out there was in the Bible, uh, it's uh, those uh, words that was saying from God, was this about, and, and this, what God is, was telling me, this is, uh, now is a confirm, a spirit is coming here and confirm that uh, what I am going to tell you is what you should know. Because the, this spirit, uh, I don't see him, so I don't know who it is, uh, but it's not. It's a little over over my head, but it's not really. Uh, but it's a spirit, and uh, he he say that to me that you sh- you that listen should pondering on it, and and this is very important for you, for your education about God, and uh, and this was I find that in in the Bible. Is when Jesus is coming into the temple, and the temple was full of sell, selling and buying. It was a marketplace in inside the temple. But as I have been uh, been to Israel, and I have been to those temples that Jesus was in uh, into, and uh, those. I realize when the Bible is saying this, uh, he was in the temple. That is not really uh, true what uh, what we are thinking when we don't know this, um, how they look like in Israel. There is a, like a, around the temple is a, like a square. It's a, it's a ground made in the same time the temple is built. And there was it people that, because many people was not allowed to come into the temple. It was not that the temple welcomed everyone to come in. There was, 
it was very much in Jesus' time this that that many things was forbidden for some people that was not accepted, and uh, and they don't even could come into the city because of the walls around it, and then they have to go into the gates, and where where there were soldiers. Uh, standing there and look at them and uh, know if they were accepted into the city or not. And so it was many of, of this going through in Jesus' time to be accepted. And uh, the Spirit is saying that you should pondering on accepting. That is a key word, accepting. To, uh, so the, the, when the Bible is talking that Jesus was in the temple and uh, and do uh, do these things, I um, it's my uh, my thinking. Uh, you should not take it as truth, but you can pondering on it <coughs> that Jesus was around the temple and it was a market around the temple not inside the temple and uh, that can be an uh, interpretation it can be wrong uh, re uh, explained for us uh, from the scholar people that did this with the bible uh, in my opinion was Jesus outside around the temple and there was market and uh, it doesn't matter because that belonged to the temple area also so that is the same to be in the temple but he was not inside the building he was on the square around the temple and it was market and you know that some pastors that is aware about it they tell you that you should not smoke around the church they say to you but they maybe not explain it for you but the whole uh, property that belonged to the church oh he's very on me <laughs> He, he wants you really to understand that it's a holy ground outside the church also, outside the temple. What is it a holy ground? And that was, that in my opinion, being, have been to Israel and felt God was talking to me when I was outside the temple. And uh, and that that's, uh, should not be a marketplace around the around the temple either, because it was like selling God, uh, selling God uh, to this market, to have like a circus around uh, the church or temple, so. It's very, uh, God 
is seeing you that you as soon as you leave leave the church you open up to to do whatever you want to do like I have been with people that have been so holy in the church and as soon as coming out from that door from the church they start to cursing, screaming and swearing very bad behaviors and uh, some smoke and and some maybe drink also and God see it everything of it you should could hold at least your worldly uh, things when you uh, be off, uh, when you are on, on the holy ground that you have to hold hold it until you you're coming home to do it and um, so uh, this is the spirit is telling you this and uh, so it says in the bible that jesus was saying this uh, uh, this is uh, god's house the temple and that's um it should be a, um our, uh, uh, there it should be a, a, a house of prayer he's saying and then uh, he jesus is going to seek people and heal them that is uh, in uh, one sentence and going into a little to next sentence in in the bible uh, and that what it is talking about and then the spirit <laughs> the spirit is is very much now it says that the about this with a, that god wanted me to to registrate this church to keep that church for him but he i have tried to start that church in a literary church i have tried to i have rent space i have rent places for to do a church but no 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 one is coming to my church so uh, god uh, told me to do things on internet instead uh, and not have physical people coming into a building so uh, god uh, doesn't want me to do a building uh, to be in a spirit uh, world and, and not in in the literary world that we we standing on um, so this is uh, it's very interesting this but it's not about Jesus it's about what he was doing he it was the, how much is it in those churches that you you are into where you visit uh, 
How much marketplace is it? I have been in churches where they sit and eat uh, just in front of their altar, for example. That never I should do if I have a physical church. Uh, because it's holy ground, that's his, and the spirit doesn't eat food. So the food should not be in the church. Uh, you can have an extra area for it, but not the inside the church. And uh, how much marketplace it for to get the money from you? To not only get tying but they in some churches i have been to they say if you give me 200 dollar i will bless you and then they come with 200 dollar and give that pastor and he he should lay his hand on them this is marketplace also that is to uh, do money for themselves and not for for God, that is their wages, their what they have to live on, and they take to could travel around, build big houses, have nice cars, and these things, and that is a marketplace. Uh, the spirit is saying that to you that you should. Uh, pondering on this uh, about uh, marketplace what is a marketplace and uh, you should uh, look it up uh, on on internet to see what is a marketplace describing a marketplace a marketplace is business is to create money that what it is and in all and you know how how bad it can be from those people that want to make money to sell to you it can be very they lie so very much to you and you find out that you have buy something that was not good and that's how you buy the church also that you you buy something that in the long run is not good that it's waste of money and uh, you should only tie to a church that feed you and that is not feed you with clothes or food it's feed you with a with a word from god to educate you in in to understand what what is in God's will that's to feed the spirit that is so very important in us the spirit doesn't need food for to exist it can Oh, this spirit is on me so much now. It can be talking through me. It can be a person you see on 
on the ground laying there and uh, be starving. But that person can be a holy person. That person laying there starving because that's a test from God that you should help this person. And that is not only to give money to them or saying, I will pray for you. Because that person know God, but it have not working out for this person because he have or she have not got any help from anyone. And that is a test from, from God. What are you doing when you see the least one? Are you going to help? And this is not to say that. I will pray for you because that person can be a holy person. So don't assume that they don't have, they don't know God. They can really be, it can be God in them, laying there on the street. And you don't do to act. You know, I'm talking about the hand, to act. You never... Place your hand on that person for real to make that person be safe in its life to feed feed it with food that is food that you sh- you should could eat also it should not be mold uh, bread or something that you should have put in uh, waste in the trash to give that person it should be a real meal for that person and then ask that person what can i do for you it's never about what can you do for me it's always in god's eyes what God wants to hear from you is what can I do for you and really listen and hear their stories why they were laying there on the ground and it can be something surprising that you hear it's maybe not what in that way you are thinking about that person it can be like he's out from money because he's in many countries is it like that uh, that he had paid the medical bills so much so he's out of money and he have uh, been forced to leave his home it can be that kind of things uh, if you don't know their stories you don't know that they can be holy but poor and that was what god gave me Uh, he gave me psalm 86 that was what he said that to me that i should go to to a church and give it to the pastor psalm 86 and in Psalm 86 it says that this person is holy but still needy. You can be needy 
you can be needy and, and holy. And it's because it's not God can't do anything if a person say no. You must obey God in his will. Or else God can't do anything. He, what God is doing in that way, he's moving to another person and tell them, tell that person to do things. So, and he, you are going to be in the shadow when you don't obey what God tell you to do. Then, uh, he, you know, when you give a gift to a person and that person doesn't say thank you and and you you hear later on that this person that you have given a gift it have push it in a in the trash or giving it to another person or sell it and you hear it and you don't go there and give them a gift again you don't help them again when they do, they trash what you have done for them. And that is what same with God. God have many people that he can talk to. So why should he go back to you that have killed him? And like Jesus on the cross that of course he didn't go back to man. When he's coming back, he didn't go to a man and talk to him. He was going to marry and uh, told her to go into the village and tell those hidden men, the apostles, the disciples. Uh, to tell them the good news. He didn't go to a man and say uh, that uh, this man should tell them in the village. It was a woman he walked to. Uh, because why should he go to men that kill him? That's uh, the same thing. And... Um, uh, I run out of time now. I, I feel like that. I, is there something more you want me to tell? I say that to the spirits. Because um, people have no time. People working. They, uh, they, a bit, they are tired. So it can't be a long episode. But it is a long episode. I'm sorry for that. I, I, the spirits say I should not say I'm sorry, but I'm sorry uh, because I know no people. Uh, you are a spirit, and you have these spirit things of doing things. But I know the world. And uh, this is how people are, uh, in a negative uh, way. 
they don't they are so full of stress in this time uh, in this generation it's the most full of stress that ever have been in all generation because it's the last last generation and uh, and the devil is very on now and to get people into the pit so they uh, and he create stress because the the devil is stress the the devil ha is very fast in everything so he hate if you say that to to him when he, you say when a person you don't maybe not know that he's this is a, a one from the devil but if you you tell people that's coming to you and want you to make a decision and you say i have to think about it i can I tell you tomorrow about it, and that showing then the devil push you to give an answer or be angry at you because you didn't you don't want to answer the devil just in that moment he asked you, and that's how the devil is it's very fast things and it's Today is very very fast things, so that's that showing that we live in the devil's time, just now, before it's slowed down and it will be peace here on earth. So with that, those last words I um, for this episode, I I. Ended now, and I say, God bless you.